0: Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. When you're oppressed, you're the subject of terrible injustice. Isn't it reasonable for you to grumble a little bit? What does God expect of you in times like that? Nine. Don't grumble against each other, brothers, lest you be judged. See, the judge is standing at the door. the The wording in the Greek of that "lest you be judged" is actually a word for word quotation, once again from the Sermon on the Mount. James is always assuming that his readers have a thorough understanding of the Sermon on the Mount, and this is this is another time in Matthew seven one, the famous verse, "Judge not, lest you be judged." Word for word in the Greek, same phrase here: "Lest you be judged." So James is quoting Jesus again. But, but the most literal translation of that isn't instead of lest you be judged, it's, it starts with the word so that. So it's this. Don't grumble against each other, brothers, so that you will not be judged. To accomplish, escape from a judgment. That's what it means. James has been uh, made it clear that every everyone is going to be judged. Everything we do is going to be judged. But the one area that he really wants to highlight here as bringing inescapable judgment at the judgment seat, is the peace-breaking tongue. Grumbling. Grumbling in the church. Grumbling against each other. That sin stands out as just especially egregious. Don't grumble. Don't disrupt the unity of the church. You've seen those t-shirts, Don't Mess with Texas? James' t-shirt said, Don't mess with the unity of the church. Don't disrupt it. That's one thing you absolutely do not want to be guilty of destroying on the day that Jesus comes through that door. And that's hard. That's hard because grumbling is natural. right? It's the most natural thing in the world. Everybody in that world does that, but we're called to be different from the world. People in the world, when they're hurt, they react. They grumble. They stand up for themselves. They become hostile, maybe even violent. But Jesus said, when someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Force you to go one mile, go two miles. It sues you to take your tunic, give them your cloak. Don't resist an evil person. Love your enemy. Pray for those who persecute you. This is the stuff that Jesus taught us to do. Sometimes people, the liberals, will say uh, that God is always on the side of the oppressed. This is liberation theology. God's always on the side of the oppressed, um, uh, no matter what. That's not true if the oppressed are grumbling. Liberation liberation theology says that if if you're oppressed, the people who are oppressed should revolt and, you know, revolution and all that. James says, no, no, don't take up arms. Not only should you not take up arms, don't even grumble. When do you ever hear those liberation guys tell the oppressed people, don't grumble? They don't tell them don't do anything. They they just say God's automatically on your side. See, the world puts their hope in revolution and government and political solutions. We put our hope in the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that should be clear in our speech. The whole world is dominated by grumbling. This whole world is just a big, giant bunch of grumbling. The the church should be a grumble-free zone. The church should be the one place in the world where you can go. And instead of hearing grumbling, you hear people celebrating the goodness of God. And speech about one another is kind and it's uplifting and it's edifying and beneficial and merciful and forgiving and patient and it's always assuming the best, covering over sin, celebrating what's good. We don't want to come back and find us scrumbling against each other. Philippians four five. Let your gentleness be evident to all the Lord is near. You ever put those together? Make sure everyone can see your gentleness. Why? The Lord's at the door. He's near. Hebrews 10.25 Let us encourage one another all the more as you see the day approaching. The, the, the closer the second coming gets, the more trouble there is, the more we're going to need to encourage each other, not grumble against each other. First Peter 4.8 Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Patience for the Lord's coming that isn't governed by love, isn't patience. There's no such thing as unloving patience. Love cares about others. Impatience cares about self. I mentioned liberation theology. The more modern term for that these days is social justice or wokeism. The reason they use that term woke is to highlight the idea that you've awakened to the plight of the oppressed. That movement is all about the oppressed and the oppressors. There's a lot of things about that movement that are decidedly unbiblical. I won't go into all of them now, except for the one that has to do with today's study. The philosophy of that movement is that if you feel oppressed, you have the right to fight back. You have the right to riot and destroy property of innocent people and even kill people if need be. I mean, if you feel oppressed, you have the right to do whatever it takes to make it stop. God says, no, if you're oppressed... That doesn't give you the right to riot. It doesn't even give you the right to complain. If you're mistreated, it's fine for you to seek justice from any relevant authorities, and especially from God, but you do not have the right to grumble about the situation or about the people mistreating you. Check your attitudes. You know, Sometimes we can pick up unbiblical attitudes from the world without even realizing it. Do you have a kind of subconscious sense that when things really go bad for you, it somehow gives you the right to have a less-than-godly response? Maybe you feel like you have the right to be angry, or the right to complain, or the right to overeat or drink or indulge in some other sin, or the right to be short with your family. There's nothing that ever happens that ever gives anyone the right to do anything that displeases God. And even if you could somehow gain that right— It would still be foolish to use it. Responding in an ungodly way never does any good, only harm. God's way is always the best path to blessing, joy, and well-being for you and others. So if you have any of those worldly attitudes about being mistreated, confess that to God right now and ask Him to convict you of it whenever it arises. Lord God, when evil men do wrong, calm my heart. By reminding me that, like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Father, I trust you to do good. Teach me to delight myself in you, that you may give me the desires of my heart. I commit my way to you, O Lord. I trust you to make my righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of my cause like the noonday sun. Teach me to be still before you, and to wait patiently for you. You are the God who cuts off evil men, and you give your inheritance to those who hope in you. A little while and the wicked will be no more, but the meek will inherit the land and enjoy great peace. The wicked think they're so strong, but you laugh at their puny efforts to defy you. You know their day is coming. You will break the power of the wicked, and you will uphold the righteous. My days are known to you, and my inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster I will not wither. In the days of famine I will enjoy plenty. Those you bless will inherit the land, but those you curse will be cut off. You delight in a man's way, whose steps you have made firm. Though I stumble, I will not fall, for you uphold me with your hand. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of James. 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. And if you like listening on your phone, get our free mobile app. Install the Church One app from the Play Store and select Food for Your Soul. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.